Welcome to another message from the teaching team at Elevation Church Australia. For more information about our church, service times and locations, visit elevationchurch.com.au. Uh, I accomplished something for me that was an amazing feat, uh, amazing feat of strength and mental prowess and mental fortitude, and um, I completed the Kokoda Trail. Now, if some of you have been in this church, you've heard me share this story before, and I'm sorry, but it's such a good story, and I'm so proud of myself that I have to keep sharing it. If you don't know what the Kokoda Trail is, it's a 96-kilometer hike over mountainous terrains in the, uh, the, the what's the word, the rainforests, the, 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 the beautiful place of Papua New Guinea. And it's a trail where the Australian Defence Force armies were pushed back by the Japanese forces in the Second World War. Extremely difficult, very tough. Well, you know, I think it's in the top 10 hikes, hardest hikes in the world. And there's Pastor Bro conquering it. Going, giving his all to it. It's hard, hard work. Yeah, okay, here's some pictures here. So we've got a picture here. Just go back to that picture there. Just go back to that previous picture. Uh, look at that. No drinking. Go back. I'll tell you when to go. No drinking alcohol, no chewing, no gambling, no smoking. Man, what a town. Look at this town, man. Like, so good. And so there's some couple other photos here. I don't know if they've been there the whole time. This is at a dawn service remembering some of the people who gave their lives uh, during the many battles that happened along the way. There's Pastor Miles there. He's got a bandaid on his face. I don't know what happened there. Yep, next. There I am. That's at the end. That's, that's at the end where I finished there. Oh, you can clap a little bit better than that. Yep. Up at 4 o'clock every morning, 4 a.m., um, some, some of us don't even know what that is. Like, is that, is that a time on the clock? 4 p.m., 4 a.m., hiking by 6 a.m., 8 to 10 hours of hiking. Look, I was hiking the 10 hours. Pastor Miles, Pastor Ross, 7 hours. Like, they're just amazing guys. And uh, you get into camp, set up your tent, uh, have a shower. Uh, uh, 6 o'clock, you're eating. 7 o'clock, you're in your tent. 8 o'clock, you're asleep because you're just so, so tired. Then rinse and repeat. Most people do it in eight days. But we're pretty real at Elevation. We did it in six, man. Come on. It was an amazing experience. But, you know, I got sick and I was vomiting. And I think I got heat stress. And uh, that was pretty tough. I didn't eat for four days. And when you're burning like 5,000 calories a day, that wasn't great. But it was an amazing experience. It's a great highlight that I look back uh, upon it and doing it with some great friends and great mates and just an amazing experience to be out, out there remembering what people did and along this thing and accomplishing something physical. And life's great when there's amazing things happening, right? It's good. We love the mountaintop moments, but I've also experienced the exact opposite. Right? Highlights and then lowlights. I don't know if that's a word, but, you know, low moments in my life. And I remember that exact same year, three to four months after that period of time, that a great experience. I can remember going through a really tough season in my life. And I remember thinking, I wish I was back in Papua New Guinea. Like, you know life's bad when you want to go back to the, the pain and the, the sore legs and, you know, the, the starving that was happening while I was in Papua New Guinea. You know, things aren't going well. Today we're starting a new series called The Valley. Would you say it with me? The Valley. Come on, say it to someone next to you. The Valley. 
It's a series about how sometimes in life it feels like we're in the valley. We're going through something, there's something difficult we're facing, it's challenging, it's hard, it's tough, it's the valley. And we prefer mountaintop moments, right? Like who prefers good times in life? Yes, most of us prefer the mountaintop moments. But the fact of the matter is, in life, we're going to face some valleys. We're going to go through some things, some things are going to happen, some valley moments that we might face. Maybe you face these, anxiety, mental health, uh, sickness. Maybe times of broken relationships, addictions, loss. You could face things like doubt and financial struggles. And these are real valleys, real experiences, real things that we go through in life. At Elevation, one of our values is being authentic. I want to be authentic with you today. These are things we're going to face that we've all gone through. And so the question during this series is not, uh, will we face valleys? The question is, and what we're trying to strengthen and bring faith and encouragement around is this, that how do we react to the valleys? Not if they come, but how. How do we get through them? What what meaning or purpose is there perhaps to find in this season? How is God perhaps trying to do a work in our life? How might God take something that is bad and turn it into something that is good? And this series, we're going to cover uh, topics such as the valley of loss and the valley of doubt. We're also going to speak about uh, the valley of uh, anxiety and the, uh, the valley of addictions. And as we look at these questions, as we look at these topics, as we think about the valley uh, over the next three to four weeks, I, I believe that there is a hope that can come even in the valleys. I believe that, you know, as God, as we gather gather strength from God, that there is a growth that can occur in the valley. I believe that there is a strength that we can experience that is not our own. It's not our own willpower. It's something that comes from God Himself so that even in the valleys, we can praise Him all the same, right? Even in the mountains in our way, we can praise God all the same. And we believe that in this series, that we can find comfort in every season of life, especially in the valley. Let's pray this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you today. We've, we've come and we've, we've sought your presence and you are here this morning with us. We thank you that we're able to worship and praise you. And God, now as we delve into your scripture, we're able to hear you speak to us. I pray, Lord, that you would speak to us this morning. God, in in the valleys, and I pray, God, if there is any person right now in one of those moments, I pray, God, that their, uh, uh, their heart is open, their ears are open, their mind is open to hear, not from me, Lord, but from you, Jesus. You, you would speak it to our midst. We would hear you, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. Hey, when you look in the scripture, there's so many examples of different people and different experiences that they went through. And if there's anyone in the Bible who I think has gone through mountaintop moments and then valley moments, it's a person called David. Do you know who I'm talking about? It's a a man called King David. And he went through some some really uh, uh, mountaintop moments in life. You know, the very famous one we know, probably most of us, is the defeating Goliath, right? David and Goliath. We've heard that story. It's an amazing moment when he's young and he he defeats Goliath. And then uh, as he gets older and he becomes a king, he, he unites all the separate tribes of Israel and he unifies them into one kingdom. 
and they enter into a, a, a period of uh, prosperity and expansion and growth. And he, he successfully defeats Israel's enemies, the, the Philistines and the Moabites and the Amorites and all those people. And uh, just like the, the bombers last night defeating Melbourne, you know, he just defeats the enemies. The bombers defeat those demons. Come on, it's biblical. It's Christian. He brings the Ark of the Covenant. He recovers the Ark of the Covenant that's been captured by the enemies of Israel, brings it up to Jerusalem. He has these amazing moments in life where he just accomplishes great things, not only for himself, but for God. But he also faces valley moments. Valley moments. We see in the, in, in the Bible, there's a moment where he, 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 he enters into idolatry and then that leads to murder. And so he, he, you know, he knows he's done wrong to cover up his sin of idolatry with this woman. He has her husband killed. There's the story of the rebellion of one of his sons, Absalom. Rises up and he wants to overthrow his dad and his strife in his family. And, and then there's a, there's a period of time where he, he wants to see how strong the nation of Israel is. And he, he orders a count how many military men and how big is our military and how strong are we. And God's displeased with that because God is like, hey, your, your strength is not in your army. Your strength is in me. And there's a plague that comes and there's many people that, that die because of that. And there's, there's times of depression. And we now look at some of the writings of David in the Psalms. And we, we think that maybe he was a person who struggled with mental health at times in his life. David had highs and he had lows. And in one of these seasons, maybe of, of in, in the valley or maybe on the mountains, we don't know when it was, but he writes this, this beautiful psalm and it's the message, it's the verse, uh, the key verse for our series. He writes this beautiful psalm, Psalm 23, and we're looking at verse 4 today and he says this, Even though I walk through the darkest valley, and other translations say, even though I walk through the, the shadow of death, even though I walk in the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. I mean, in the valleys that we go through, how easy is it to fear what is happening, what, is going, what we're going through? He says, I will fear not evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And today, there's somebody sitting maybe in this room or watching on the live stream, and you need to hear this. You need to be encouraged that God is with you. Even in the valley moments that you might be facing, God is with you, and you don't need to fear you can find comfort. You can discover His peace and His, His presence. You can, you can discover that He is with you in those moments. And, and so today in our, remind, in our remaining time, I just want to set the foundation for this series. I kind of like just want to set the, 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 the bedrock for this series. And in the coming weeks, we'll talk about other different topics. But today, I want to talk about valleys and some principles that we can learn from God and from scriptures about the valleys that we are going to go through in our lives. If you're taking notes, would you write down, down these notes, these points this morning? Number one, valleys are a part of life. Turn to the person next to you and say, oh, unfortunately, valleys are a part of life. Valleys are a part of life. And I wish this wasn't true, but... 
unfortunately they are. It's inevitable that we will face some valleys. Uh, there's a story where Israel is entering into the promised land. It's a land where they're going to go and inhabit it. And God speaks to them before they take possession of that land. And he speaks to them in Deuteronomy 11, 11. He says this, the land you will soon take is a land of hills and valleys. Now, I haven't been to Israel, but some people in this, in this room have. And it's a place of hills and valleys. And God's speaking to them literally, but he's also, I think, speaking to them figuratively, to them back then and to us today, that in life there's going to be some hills and there's going to be some valleys. Valleys are a part of life. And here's what I've discovered. Uh, you're either coming out of a valley, you're either in a valley, or there's either a valley somewhere in the future there, hopefully far, 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 far away. Like that's what I've found in my life. And, and, and I'm, I'm in like a really good season of life at the moment. And like it's just been an amazing year, start to the year and family and marriage and church, everything's great. But I'm like, ooh, I just know, right? I just know, but, but that's part of life. Sometimes valleys are a result of a decision that we make, but sometimes they just happen. Look, sometimes we make bad decisions or we have information and just whatever, it doesn't work out and we find ourselves in a place of a valley, but sometimes it's just life. It's out of our control. There's nothing we did. We just find ourselves in this place. They can happen to anyone. Timothy Keller says this, Valleys are not always caused by sin or a lack of faith. Sometimes they just happen and we have to trust that God will use them for good. Today, if you're in a place of the valley and you can't pinpoint any decision you've made, you're just there. Don't necessarily try to look for the reason why you're there. Look for this. God is with you in the valley. God is with you. He is there for you and he can use it for good. Psalm 34, 19. The good man does not escape all troubles. You're in church today and you're like, hang on a second. I thought being a Christian was a get out of jail free card. I thought it was the rest of my life, happy days. No, the scriptures say the good man does not escape all troubles. He has them too. But we don't stop there. We continue on. It says, but the Lord helps him in each and every one. The Lord helps him in each and every one. The Lord helps you in each and every one. The Lord helps me in each and every one. Good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people. We live in a fallen and broken world. So we're going to have problems. If you ever ask yourself, why is there bad in the world? Because we live in a fallen and broken world. We, we don't live in the world how God intended it to be. We live in a place where there is sin. And because of sin, there are bad things that people do. No one's immune. No one's insulated from pain. Nobody sails through life problem-free. Valleys are a part of life. Number two. Valleys can be times of greater growth. Turn to someone and say, you need to hear this. Valleys can be times of greater growth. I was reading an article the other day in National Geographic. Does anyone read that anymore? Does anyone even not remember what it was? It's a magazine about nature and all those types of things and documentaries. Really, really interesting. I was reading this article and it was talking about something called the Timberline. 
And you may have heard of this before, you may not have, I hadn't. But what it talks about is that there is a, in, in different habitats, there is a timber line, there is a line in the environment where trees no longer grow above that line. And so typically it's in mountainous environments. You can look at an environment and you'll see that there's trees and then it becomes a point where they kind of stop. And that's called the timberline. There's no trees that grow above that. And then the article compared that to how, the, the, how there's, there's valleys. And it talked about how in valleys, trees generally grow pretty well. And the statement it was making is that in valleys, there's lots of biodiversity. There's lots of nutrients. There's lots of different animals. There's lots of different, there's, there's rain. There's all these things. And so in valleys, it was talking about how the environment of the valley is great for plants and trees and different things to grow. And so in the mountains, there's not as many trees. In the valleys, there are. And as I was reading that, I had a light bulb moment. And I thought, that's me. Like, I thought, that's my life. Like in my life, the times where I've experienced the greatest growth and development and maturing of my faith have been in the moments of life that have been the hardest. The toughest, the most trialing, the most struggling times for me have been in those times. And that's when I've grown the most. And the times of life where it's been great have been the times where it's been amazing and I enjoy it. But there's been less development of my faith. There's been less calling out and dependency on God. There's been more walking in my own strength. And it's been more of those and there's been less Growth, a great season, don't get me wrong, come on, we want the good times. But it wasn't a growing season. Charles Stanley, we all have our valleys. It's when we walk through them, however, that we learn their lessons. There's lessons in the valleys. There's things to learn in the valleys. There's growth that can occur in the valley. And perhaps you're in a valley right now and you're, you're questioning why God you're asking, you're seeking the answer to the question, why God? And I want to say today, I don't have the answers. Like if you're looking to me, wow, you, you, you're, there's no hope for you, but I don't have the answers. No, I don't say that, there's no hope, but you know what I mean. Don't look, I'm saying don't look to me. I don't know why, but the following scripture can encourage you today, wherever you might be. If you're in one of those valley seasons, James 1, 2, consider it pure joy. My brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. The apostles in the scriptures, so many times, they encourage us that in the trials of life, to consider it joy. Paul, James here, other apostles, and you look at it and you're like, how can you say that? And they can say it because let me tell you, they experienced trials and suffering and persecution for their faith. And they knew what it was like to find joy in their God and that it, that it leads to perseverance. And maybe our prayer in the valley as we, as we see it as a time of growth is like this God, this trial, this thing that I am going through, I, I don't know why. 
I don't know why I'm here. I don't know what, what, what the reasoning is. But what I do know is this, that I'm going to persevere in my faith. That I'm going to stand strong on the scriptures and the word of God. That I'm going to raise my hands and I'm going to say, God, you are God of my life. No matter what, you are in control. No matter the seasons that I go through. God, in this time, I'm going to grow, I'm going to mature, I'm going to develop in my faith, and I'm going to come out of this stronger than when I went into this, because this is a season of growth for me in my life. Valleys are a part of life. Valleys can be times of greater growth. And number three, God is with us in the valley. God is with us in the valley if the keys can come. Difficult times can test our faith. Difficult times can make us to, to doubt, to ask questions. Difficult times can, can make us to wonder about what we believe and what we've been taught. And it can cause doubt in a few weeks, in two weeks' time, uh, April the 30th, we have our own David Noble. He's going to be preaching on the valleys of doubt. And I want to make sure... You're here today. It's going to be a powerful message. You know, you're not going to want to miss that. See, there's going to be times where we're faced out and all these types of things. And, you know, valleys can be challenging. They can test our faith. They require us to trust in God's plan even when we don't understand it. Have you ever been through something and you don't understand it? I've been through many of those moments in my life. I don't understand what's going on. Why is this happening? I don't understand. And I'm the type of person who likes to understand things. Like I'm the type of person who researches things. So I want to understand. I want to make sure I know what I'm talking about. I want to make sure that I've got a good understanding about it. Doesn't mean I do, but I like to, I like to be that type of person. But sometimes, God, I don't understand this. I don't understand this season I'm in at the moment. I don't understand what I'm going through. They're challenging. They test our faith. But listen to what the Bible tells us. Proverbs 3, 5. We probably know this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him and He will make your path straight. Trust in the Lord. The Scriptures say that today. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean on in your own understanding. See, in the valleys, it can be tempting to lean on our own understanding. In the valleys, it can be tempting for us to try and go and get advice from different people. In the valley, it can be tempting for us to look at substances, experiences, different types of things to help numb the pain of the valley. In the valley, we can seek all types of thing in our own human understanding. But the Scriptures say, Trust in the Lord. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him. In all your ways, submit to Him and He will make your path straight. We trust God in the valley. We trust Him in the valley. God, in this moment, I submit to You. I don't understand. God, in this moment, I submit to You. Lord, there's this thing that my children are going through. I don't understand. But God, I submit to You. Lord, there's this health issue that I've got. I don't. God, I submit to You. I trust you. We also know he's with us in the valley, Isaiah 43, 2. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep you away. When you walk through the flame, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. 
God promises in the floods and in the rivers and in the in the flame and in the bushfires, God's with you. They're not going to sweep you away. They're not going to burn you. They're, they're not going to have any power over you. And that's a powerful promise from God to the nation of Israel in that in Isaiah 43 there. But I also believe it's a relevant promise for us today, 2023, in a city called Melbourne, in a suburb called West Footscray and a church called Elevation Church. God promises to be with you no matter what you might go through. He's with you. If you don't hear anything today, hear this. God is with you. God is with you. If you don't understand anything, understand this. God is with you. If you don't trust anyone or anything, trust this. God is with you. God is with you. God is with you. It may not feel like it, but He is. And I just want to speak to parents right now. Today I want to say to you, hey, teach your kids. God is with you. Mom, dad, future mom and dad. Teach your kids, hey, God is with you. From a young age, as soon as they're born, I want God is with you. I'm praying in the name of Jesus. God is with you all the days of your life. I'm praying that you're going to one day be declaring that yourself. God, you're over my life. God, you're, you're going to be declaring over my grandchildren. God is Lord, is over your life. See, there's no valley so deep that God's love and presence can't find and be with you. And there's nothing you have to do to earn His love. There's nothing you could do to earn His trust. He came. We just celebrated Easter last week. The price was too high. We couldn't afford it. But Christ came. And all we have to do is trust that He did what He did. And He's still doing it today. He's setting people free. He's healing the blind. He's releasing the oppressed. He's saving the lost. Jesus is there. He is with us. His love is for us. God never promised a life without valleys, but He did promise to walk with us through them. God promises to walk with those who have asked Him to be part of those life. He promises that those who have said, Jesus, I want to have you in my life. Jesus, I want to submit to you. He promises that those who say, I want to live my life according to the way you want me to live my life. He says and He promises to those that say, Jesus, I want to turn from my sin, hand it over to you, live in the new life that you have given me. He says that those people, He promises to save them. Maybe today you're here and you've never done that. Maybe today you've never said something like that. You've never said, Jesus, the wrong in my life, I want to give it to you. I know that I don't have the ability to stop it or end it or pay the price for it, but you did. And maybe today as I'm speaking or maybe someone's been sharing to you about Jesus, maybe you grew up in church and you've heard it all before. Today, maybe God's been speaking to you. And I pray that today, if you've never said or made that decision today, I want to give you an opportunity at the end of my preach very shortly to invite God to be part of your life, to turn away from where you are at the moment and turn to Jesus, the one who is with us in the valleys.
Valleys are a part of life. Valleys can be times of greater growth and God is with us in the valley. Today, I don't know where you are. I don't know where your life is at. I don't know what's going on. I don't know whether you're in an amazing moment of life. I don't know whether you're in a, in a hard struggle, a, a tough slog at the moment in a valley and you know maybe left one, in one or heading towards one. But here's what I do know. Here's what I know. Valleys can help us grow in our faith and deepen our relationship with God. I know it because I've lived it. I know it because I've experienced it. And there's people in this room that will tell you the exact same thing. How do I know that? Because God strengthened my faith in the valley. How do I know that? Because my relationship with Him deepened in the valley. So if you're going through a valley right now, I want you to pray this simple prayer this week. Maybe all eyes closed right now. Maybe you want to pray it right now. I want you to pray this prayer. God, in this valley, grow my life. Grow my faith. God, in this valley, deepen my relationship with you. It's a simple prayer that we could pray this week when we wake up. God, in this valley, grow my faith. God, in this valley, deepen my relationship with you. It's as simple as that. A daily commitment to God. A daily commitment to ask Him to grow your faith and relationship with Him. And as we talk about valleys and as we talk about trying times over these next three to three to four or five weeks, perhaps there's been some valleys that you've been through in your life and perhaps there's been some hurts that have occurred and maybe you might be still carrying those things. Maybe there's some pain that you have in your life. I just want to say to you today, if any person's like that, we we would love to come alongside you and support you and pray for you. Pray for God to be with you and His presence to be around you. We, We would also like to say that maybe what you're going through, you need some professional help. You need to speak to someone. And so if that's also you, we'd love to be able to talk to you help navigate you through that and maybe refer you to uh, an organization or some agencies or a person who can speak you through it. There's something that can happen in our lives, some healing that can come as we go to God, God, I need healing. As we speak to professional, He can bring healing. God can bring healing into our lives. So if you need prayer, please come and speak to us. If you need to speak to someone, please come and speak to us as well. Psalm 24, verse 4. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Let's pray. God, today, I just thank you, Lord, no matter where we might find ourselves in life, but particularly in the valleys, I just pray right now, Lord, that we would find your comfort in the valleys.